welcome to the Mom Life Simple Nutrition Podcast. This podcast is all about helping you to end the overwhelm of the weight loss industry. I'm Laura, a registered dietitian and mom. I'm super passionate about coaching moms to lose weight for good. I'll be your coach, helping you to keep it simple so you can lose weight, keep it off, and be your best you. Welcome to today's episode of Mom Life Simple Nutrition. Let me paint a picture. You're eating veggies, you're reducing your desserts, you're working out more, but you just aren't seeing any results. You might be sabotaging yourself. This week's episode, I'm going to take you through some common weight loss mistakes and, of course, how you can avoid them. Make sure you stick around until the end of the episode because I've got my tip of the episode for you. All right, let's get right into it. Losing weight can be challenging for so many different reasons. Plus, in a modern social media and internet world, there is definitely no scarcity of nutrition information or opinions on how to lose weight, and it can kind of get hecka confusing out there. In previous episodes, I've talked about making sure that you are being nutrition savvy when you are consuming your nutrition content, and this is definitely one of those times. You need to put on your thinking hat as I go through these mistakes to see if you are making any of them. Let's get straight into these mistakes and how we can fix them. Number one, you're eating too little. I know this sounds totally backwards, but seriously, undereating causes problems. You tend to undereat during the day and then you binge at night because you're starving, or you undereat all the time and now your body is in starvation mode. The fix for this mistake it's to eat more. <laughs> seriously, eating more during the day can help rev up your metabolism. And I would definitely say that working with someone to help you find the right balance for you can be super helpful. Of course, that someone could be me. I'm a dietitian. You can find a dietitian who you know, a nutritionist. But again, nutrition savvy hat. Make sure you're picking a proper professional to help you out. Mistake number two is you're labeling foods good or bad. Bad foods, when you're trying to lose weight, can sound like things like pizza, chocolate, bread, desserts, wine, candy, fried foods. I could go on, of course. But the cycle is that when you restrict, it leads you to feeling deprived, which can lead you to binging. And that is not going to be helpful to you losing weight. So the fix for this mistake is that all foods fit. Relabel foods. Actually, maybe just take labels off entirely. Either all foods are good foods, all foods are healthy, everything fits in moderation. There's no good, there's no bad. You can have favorite foods that you eat less often than other foods. It needs to be that everything fits because otherwise you get stuck in this restrict, deprivation, binging cycle. And of course, moderation looks different for everybody. So it takes a little bit of practice to find where your middle ground is. You know, how many times in a month are you going to eat chocolate, for example? How often would you feel satisfied drinking wine? That is a different answer for everybody. I can't answer that for you. It's something that you need to figure out. But this is definitely a hard mistake to fix and one that I would say is very, very common. And it takes practice and it takes time. Number three, the quick fix mistake. 
You want instant results. I mean, who doesn't want instant weight loss results? Of course you want to see those pounds shut off as quickly as possible. But what you end up doing in order to see these instant results is usually very restrictive and unsustainable over the long term. And one of the biggest hurdles is actually keeping whatever weight you've lost off. This is everyone's biggest struggle. You know, you, that instant gratification, you want instant gratification that the weight is coming off. You want it to come off quickly because you have some, you know, short timeline in mind. Ultimately, you also don't want to regain that weight back. And so you might want, you want to not be picking things that are going to give you these instant results because things that don't give you instant results are going to be more likely easier for you to keep up to continue doing over the long term. So the fix for the quick fix mistake is, well, it is annoying for me to say that shedding the pounds slowly is the way to go. You're more likely to see long-term success with this strategy. Number four, you're focusing too much on the scale. Now, there's nothing wrong with using the scale as a measure of success and a measure of progress. However, what a lot of people do is they zone in on a number and it's the only thing that they're trying to achieve. It's, you know, everything comes back to this one number that they've picked in their heads. And it really shouldn't be the only thing that you're using in order to be tracking your progress. Focusing too much on the scale can lead you to feeling frustrated because so, 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 so many things affect your weight. And of course, your weight fluctuates. And it can be really demotivating when you feel that you've been doing all this hard work and the scale just is not moving. The other kind of mistake that goes along with this is that you have a mindset that you need to reach a certain weight to be a certain kind of person or love yourself or, you know, go do a certain activity that you've set aside in your mind. And this is really a poor mindset that can set you up for failure over the long term. So the fix for this is you need to set up a positive mindset before you get started with your weight loss journey. If you don't already know how to love yourself in certain ways, losing the weight and getting to that particular number that you've picked out in your head, that's probably not gonna help you love yourself any more than you did before you started. The other important thing to do And part of this, just to go back with that like mindset, is I talk about this in one of my very first episodes in terms of figuring out your motivation. Like, why are you wanting to make these changes? What is important to you? Why are the goals, you know, the goals that you've chosen? And you need to have both things that are external, like, you know, you got that pair of jeans in your closet that you'd really love to put back on, but you also need some internal motivations. Like, you want to be healthy and strong for your kids. You want to avoid getting diabetes because it runs in your family. You want to be able to lift a certain amount of weight at the gym. You want to be able to walk up the stairs without being winded. There needs to be some internal intrinsic motivation factors in order to help you achieve that positive mindset as you go through the journey of making changes, losing weight, etc. So it can't just only be external because that sets you up to fail over over time. 
the other fix for this too much focus on the scale mistake is that you need to have other measures to track your success as you go along. So these can look like things like waist circumference, you know, the weight that you can lift at the gym, waking up and feeling energized, not feeling bloated after meals. All of those other things are also going to be good um, measures of success as you move along in tandem with potentially stepping on the scale as well. Mistake number five is counting calories. You might be thinking, what the heck, Laura, you did a whole episode about counting calories. Hear me out. Counting calories can be good and counting calories can be bad. It's good to keep a journal and it's good to learn about calories and what your calorie needs are. It's good to learn about proteins and fats and about different carbohydrates. Just counting calories isn't going to lead you to success. I always joke like this is why like a lot of Weight Watchers people don't succeed over the long term because you learn to count your food in points and you tend to try to get as much food as you can for your points. So like a lot of people who do Weight Watchers, you know, don't like to eat nuts because nuts are really high in calories. Um, So they're high in points, but you're not accounting for the fact that they've got loads of protein and good healthy fats in them. And I always joke like you could eat all of your calories in a day in McDonald's and probably be hungry at the end of the day. Or you could eat all of your calories in, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables, whole grain breads, pasta, chicken, salmon, etc., and be full and satisfied at the end of the day. So just the calories in of themselves in like a vacuum on their own is not a good thing to be counting. And the other thing that goes along with this is if you're counting calories, you're often using like a diff- an app, like MyFitnessPal. That's the one that I commonly use with clients. And I don't have anything against apps, but I like people to be using them with as much knowledge as they can so that they understand how the app is working. Because those apps often, if you just like type in your weight and your goal weight and what you want to do, they're often underestimating your needs. So they're giving you too few calories. That's what I mean by that. And then they're also overestimating the calories that you're burning from working out. And this app also, you know, trying to eat to a certain calorie amount in a day doesn't necessarily help you get in touch with what your hunger and your full cues are. The fix for this mistake is to... Keep a journal, which can include calories, but I also want you to look at your protein and your fat and your carbohydrates in the day. Think about how you're structuring your day and use the journal and counting calories and protein, etc., as a learning tool. What are you seeing are patterns in your habits? What can you change about your day? Where can you make a shift in meals or snacks? The last thing that I'll add here is you don't need to do it forever. Just because you start keeping a journal doesn't mean that in a year from now you're keeping a journal or even in two months from now you're keeping a journal. If you love it, then great, keep doing it. If you don't love it, then we've just used it as a learning tool to put some you know, goals into place and then we don't need to keep doing it. So that's always something that I like people to keep in mind. Just because you start doing it doesn't mean you're chained to it forever. Okay, common weight loss mistake number six is not getting good sleep. Sleep is so, so, so important for weight loss. Bad sleep hinders your ability to make healthy choices and it messes with your body's hormones. 
And for a much more in-depth discussion on this topic, I would suggest that you go and listen to the episode that I already did all about sleep and weight loss, which is episode number 25, The Link Between Sleep and Weight Loss. Weight loss. Sorry. I'll include the link in the show notes for you. Ultimately, the takeaway is this. What you eat is most important. You'll hear me shout that all the time. Like, you're going to lose weight from what you're putting in your mouth. Other factors are going to affect it as well. And not considering these other factors is usually the missing puzzle piece that most people are forgetting. And what I would say, like, the diet industry does not address. So these puzzle pieces are things that I talk about, like, traps, things that like situations that you get in and you don't have the strategies to navigate them. And other lifestyle factors like sleep is one of them. The fix for this mistake is (laughs) to get better sleep. And if you're rolling your eyes at me, I am the pot calling the kettle black in this situation. I am getting terrible sleep currently. I have two young kids. They wake me in the middle of the night. They get up crazy early. Let's live in reality. And we're going to say the fix is I want you to assess your current sleep habits. Listen to my episode, episode 25, The Link Between Sleep and Weight Loss. I've got some really good tips in there for you on how you can make small adjustments to improve your current sleep habits. Number seven, you're only doing cardio. I'm going to say it again. You're going to get sick of me saying it, but it is important to remember that weight is lost in the kitchen and health is gained in the gym. Next thing I'm going to say about this mistake is that what people tend to do is they eat as a reward for working out. There's actually like literally even commercials on television about like there's a beer commercial that was on television a while ago about this running group and how they literally like run to the bar and drink a beer (laughs) because they went for a run. And like you'll see it here, like a lot of people say like, oh, I have to like earn my dinner. And so they're like working out in order to eat food as a reward. When ultimately, one, exercise shouldn't be punishment in order for us to earn our food. And two, what I want exercise to be is like a bonus to your day. The other struggle with, you know, only doing cardio is that cardio makes you hungry. And it's hard to manage your weight and reduce, you know, your your calorie intake when you're hungry from doing too much cardio. Like it's it's like you're on a hamster wheel. You're making it really hard for yourself. The fix for this mistake is you need to work in other exercise to your routine. Resistance training, strength training, core training, lower impact cardio. Keep it mixed up. Don't be always doing the same thing and make sure that you're not just doing cardio. You need to be gaining some strength there as well. Number eight, you're cutting out carbs. So the fix to this mistake is just stop it. I'm just kidding. Cutting out carbs without understanding what carbs truly are is actually the true mistake here because there's a big difference between a slice of white bread, a slice of whole grain bread, a sweet potato, an apple, apple juice, etc. So there's simple and complex carbs, there's higher fiber carbs, and you need to understand portion sizes. All of these things are important in considering what carbohydrates you're eating, how many you're eating in a day, how big is the portion, what kind of carbohydrate are you choosing. It's not just about cutting out carbs. It's much more complex than that. The fix for this is eat the carbs. (laughs) 
And when you eat the carbs, choose higher fiber products. Start to be more aware of what a real portion size is. Portion distortion is real. And if I showed you the portion of cooked pasta, you'd probably fall off your chair because just nobody eats what a, a one serving of pasta would be considered. Along with this, you need to learn to listen to your hunger and fullness cues because I think a lot of people, myself included, were taught to finish the food on their plate you know, whether you're full or not. And so learning to listen to your hunger cue and your fullness cue is very important when managing your intake of carbohydrates. Okay, two more. Number nine common weight loss mistake is not doing the basics. I have a dietitian friend and she always says that what dietitians have to say isn't sexy. And (laughs) That's why on social media and stuff, like what influencers have to say is way sexier. Like, oh, just drink this glass of lemon juice and you'll lose weight. I mean, that's way sexier than me saying like, fill half your plate with vegetables. (laughs) So unfortunately, it's true though. Like the basics are boring, but the basics are really what, you know, people who have long-term success keeping their weight um, lost off is what they do. The basics work. So in midst of all fad diets and suggestions out there, you can kind of tend to lose sight of what really truly takes the weight off and helps you keep it off. So what's the fix for this mistake? It's to focus on the basics. Make a balanced plate, half veggies, a quarter of a high fiber starchy carbohydrate, a quarter of a lean protein choice, and having the right mindset. Focusing on what you can have, not what you can't have, moving your body, including foods you love in moderation, and making sure that you are feeling happy and healthy as you make changes, not deprived and miserable. Okay, number 10 for today's episode of the common weight loss mistakes is that you are giving yourself bad advice. Are you making excuses for yourself? Are you telling yourself that, you know, you only do this one thing, but ultimately that's not really true? Like, oh, you know, I only eat chocolate on the weekends, but then you're eating it every single day and you're not really listening to your own advice. You tell yourself certain foods are off limits while you're trying to lose weight. You're not doing yourself any favors. The fix to this mistake is that you need to change your mindset. I've said it before. You need to be your own best friend. You need to be frank with yourself. Give yourself good advice. You need to be positive to yourself. Lift yourself up when you're down. Instead of having a scarcity mindset, you need to be thinking of having an abundance mindset. What foods can you have? What foods do you love? And finding your middle ground between that all or nothing mindset that is super, super common in the weight loss world. You need to be able to figure out what's your balance. Where's your middle ground of including your favorite foods and still achieving your goals? And of course, like I've said it before, but you know, talking that through with somebody can be really, really helpful to figuring out like, I actually do feel, okay, I'll give you an example. And I know she might be listening to the episode, so she's going to laugh when I say this, but I have a client and she likes to go to Dairy Queen and get a blizzard maybe once a week, let's say. And we were talking about it. And because in my last episode, I talked about how you could swap a blizzard for a vanilla cone and it saves you, you know, like a chunk of calories. But, you know, you really love a blizzard, so you really want to get that blizzard. So you kind of have a couple of options. You keep getting the blizzard every single week, and maybe you make another change somewhere else. You reduce the number of times that you're eating a blizzard in the week, in the month, I mean. So instead of going every week, you're going every other week. Or 
maybe you get the small size blizzard and you see how it goes and your mindset could be like, well, this is crazy tiny and I don't, I'm not going to enjoy it. It's so small. This is ridiculous. I want to get the regular. And maybe that is true, but you'll never know if the smaller size is actually going to satisfy you until you try it. There's a lot of research to show that the true enjoyment from eating food and drinking beverages and drinking things like alcohol actually only come from the first few bites and sips of that food. And then after that, you're just eating to like fuel your body or because it's in front of you. So it's just something to keep in mind. Like where's your balance? You need to try out a different different things in order to realize like, okay, yeah, like actually I'm satisfied with one cookie every day instead of three cookies on Saturday and Sunday. It's a little bit of trial and error. Anyways, I kind of rambled for that example, but I hope that made sense for you. Okay, that brings me, my rambling brings me into my tip for the episode. So are you making any of these mistakes? Be honest with yourself. If you are, you need to listen back to which mistake you were making and work on the fix that I suggested. Let me give you an example. If you're guilty of only ever doing cardio, that's okay. We all grew up in that world. Set a smart goal to start doing more resistance and strength training. And this can look something like, I will do a 15-minute Pilates class on Monday morning instead of a Peloton ride, for example. The bottom line is there's no quick fix for losing weight and keeping it off. If someone is telling you otherwise, they're full of, they're full of it. What I want you to do is balance your plate, eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full, do more strength training, focus on actions and behaviors, not outcomes, remind yourself why you are doing this, why it's important to you and make it a lifestyle. And don't forget to manage other things like sleep and stress. Lastly, I'll add that it is important to ask for help when it's needed. Obviously, you can make all these changes and everything that I talk about on this podcast on your own. That's why I do the podcast, because I'm trying to give you the information so that you can tackle things on your own. There's also nothing wrong with asking for help. Having some support and accountability and someone to talk through struggles and ideas and set goals with and, you know, motivate as you go along, that is great too. So ask for help if you need it. If that's me, I'm here to help you then please reach out to me. If that's somebody else, if that's a friend, you know, that you want to have as like an accountability person, then do that because that's ultimately what makes people most successful is people who have support and accountability to help them achieve their goals. That's it for today's episode. I hope if I hit the nail on the head with a weight loss mistake that you might be making that the fix is going to now help you stop making the mistake. If you have a friend who you know is making one of these mistakes or might benefit from listening to today's episode, please share it with them. Of course, if you're looking for other mom friends and you want extra recipes and tidbits of information and a live question answer with me every single month, then please join my free Facebook group, Moms Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. You can find the link in the show notes or just search the name in Facebook. And lastly, I'll say if you like this podcast and you're not getting it delivered to your inbox every Tuesday when it comes out, then make sure that you join my email list so that you never miss an episode. You can send me your email on Instagram or grab my Simple Swaps guide on my website at lauravermander.com slash simple swaps, and it'll sign you up there. That's it for today's episode. Bye for now, mama.